Yuri Perez is officially on his way back to the majors, and Jack Flaherty threw a gem in his first start for the Orioles. Join us today where we provide you with the best must-add players from this weekend on today's action-packed episode of Locked On Fantasy Baseball. You are Locked On Fantasy Baseball, your daily fantasy baseball podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, Fantasy Baseball fanatics, and welcome to the Locked On Fantasy Baseball Podcast, brought to you by the Locked On Sports Network, your team every day. As always, we're your number one source of fantasy baseball knowledge, and thank you for making us your first listen in each and every day. I'm your host, Dominic Martino. You can find me on Twitter at DomMartinoFB. Here, as always, with my brother, my co-host, my partner in crime, Matthew Ane, and you could find him on Twitter at Matthew underscore Ane. If you're listening on a platform like Apple or Spotify that allows five-star ratings and reviews, we would truly appreciate it if you could do that for us. And if you haven't already and you're watching on YouTube, hit that little bell below and subscribe to the channel. Also, drop to a notification every time we release a new episode. And lastly, but most importantly, join us on the Subtext website. Subtext, it's a one-on-one personalized in-depth texting experience where you get alerts from Matt and I regarding prospect call-ups, injury alerts, and this time of year you need all those kinds of things to help you get that edge over your competition. And guys, you know what? Let's uh Let's get into things because we got a fully loaded episode for you today. And as always, let us be your team secret weapon where we provide you with the best must-add players from this weekend. And Matt, one of your boys, he's on his way back. Let's talk about it. Yes, sir. So, Mr. Yuri Perez, if you were on the Diamond Clubs, you got that alert this morning from us. Um, Yuri Perez is absolutely a must-add at this point. 55% owned, so he's out there in about 45% of leagues. So you need to go out there and go scoop him up because – Quite honestly, you're going to be um, you're going to be really upset if you don't. I think he's going to have a monstrous second half, pick up right where he left off. He had a couple innings in the minors to get him kind of ramped back up because they pretty much just sat him to keep him on that innings limit. So I think right from here on out, he's pretty much a green light until the end of the season, unless Miami starts taking a dip. So here's the other half, right? I love Yuri Perez. If you're already an owner and you've held on to him, you might want to let him roll out, have a really great start, and then go trade him before the trade deadline. Um, he's starting tomorrow, so this is perfect. Our trade deadlines are usually August 10th, which is in four days, um, three days from when you guys are listening. So about Wednesday. So like, quite honestly, you could probably get a lot for Yuri Perez right now. So if you pick him up, he has a great start. You could probably turn around and ship him off for a whole bunch. And in leagues where they're like, you know, keepers, where you could probably hang in a position to win now, He's a great long-term solution, so I would flip Yuri Perez at this moment um, right after tomorrow's start. Yuri Perez is an absolute monster, and if Miami decides to fall off a cliff, like I said, great sell-high target. So your choice on Yuri Perez. Yeah, Matt, I'm on board with you. Yuri Perez was available in a couple of my leagues this morning, so when I saw that, Gave him a little scoopy scoop. He's the big six foot eight, two hundred and twenty pound righty. The kid is still only twenty years old. Absolutely love Yuri Perez. He was dominating this year through eleven starts, two three six ERA, fifty three innings, sixty one strikeouts, and a one oh eight WHIP. Um, as Matt pointed out, on the negative side, you know Yuri is already over his career high in innings. 
He's at about 90 innings pitched so far this year. His career high is 78. So maybe he's got another 30, maybe 40 innings left in the tank there. So I'm on board with Matt. If he goes out there against Cincinnati, as you guys are listening today, has a good game, I'd be looking to move him before the trade deadline. You can know if you could scoop up even somebody. Let's say Yuri Perez is like your 30th ranked starting pitcher, 35th starting 35th ranked starting pitcher. If you can get somebody in that range, you know, I'll take him. He also gets the Yankees, um, it looks like, over the weekend. So that's going to be another pretty solid matchup for Yuri Perez. I mean, if you can't trade him for around his value, then, you know, hold on to him and just ride the wave. I mean, Spencer Strider, you know, pitched a lot more innings than we thought he was going to last year, even though he did, you know, get a little bit tired towards the end of the year and tamper down. But Yuri Perez, as I mentioned, six foot eight, 20 year old, throws 100 miles an hour, sits around 98. The breaking stuff is pretty good. Yuri Perez has a great, great future ahead of him. Um, so let's move on here and let's talk about the other guy we mentioned at the top of the episode, and it's Little Jack Flaherty. I mean, it, it's like I'm, I, I call him Little Jack, you know, and uh, Little, um, you know, is he back in the circle of trust? Is he not back in the circle of trust? Did Baltimore figure something out with him? Listen, Fokker. Yeah, 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 exactly, exactly. Matt caught my, my vibe there. You know, against Toronto in his first start with Baltimore, he went six innings, got the win, eight strikeouts, uh, you know, gave up a run with a clean one whip. I mean, you got to go out there and get Jack Flaherty right now. He currently is a 55% owned, same as Yuri Perez. Uh, I think there's a lot. I think there's a lot, a lot of upside there. You know, we all have seen the ace Jack Flaherty before. His next, start, his next two starts actually are kind of a test here. He gets Houston. On the ninth, and then he gets Seattle on the oh, not Seattle, San Diego on the fourteenth. San Diego's been a little bit better of late, and you know Houston's got a pretty solid uh, team there as well. So let's see how Jack Flaherty does against those two. You know, if he could hold his own, then he's definitely you know back on track. But this is a kind of a preemptive edge Jack Flaherty now because you know what, if he goes out there against Houston and San Diego, and he has you know some big games. You definitely, definitely are are going to miss out on him because once again, as soon as he throws that good game against you know um, either one of those teams, I think he comes off the board in almost every single league. Yeah, for sure. I mean, Jack has some great stuff. Um, you know, it is what it is. You had a really great take there, Dom. I don't really need to go in deep depth there. Let's just move on to Mister Ashcraft. Um, you know, my guy is uh has been. You know, resurgence since the call back up. I like it. The only thing I got a problem with is he really hasn't had too many like big K games, you know, five, two, eight, three, two, two, seven, two, one. Like, you know, I feel like I just dialed the phone number, but, <laughs> you know, but he's had a lot of good ERA games. So, like, and, and a couple of wins there as well. Like, he's only had one, one bad start out of one, uh, two bad starts out of one, two, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Nine of his starts since he's been back, and that was his first two starts. So since then, out of the nine, his last seven were stellar. So, like, I mean, hey, like, good, good job, um, Ashcraft. Like, you, you figured something out along the lines when you were down in the minors, trying to get stuff back working and whatnot. Um, you know, I'm gonna say where I'm at with Ashcraft is, um, <clears throat> long story short. He's definitely worth an ad for now. And what I will say is you should consider adding him. He's going up against Miami. Miami has been hit or miss in terms of who they're playing and things like that and whether they're going to be hot or not. So it may be more of a riskier play. And it's at home. So that kind of gives me a little hesitance. But at the same time, if Ashcraft 
is able to handle himself against the Dodgers, you know, Milwaukee, San Diego. And I mean, I kind of makes me feel like he may be, be able to handle himself against, against the um, Miami Marlins in the great American hitter park. Sorry for my voice. Um, Yeah. Yeah, before I chime in here and give my take on uh, old Graham Ashcraft, and then we got, you know, a couple more pitchers, a guy who just got called up to the league from Tampa Bay, and then uh, uh, one of our good old uh, former New York Yankees. I just need to talk to you about one of our new ad partners, and that is Dave. At one time or another, we all need a little financial help. That's why Dave is great. Mm. Dave can get you cash when you need a hand between paychecks and can help you build credit by settling extra cash TM advances on time. Dave can make managing your money so much easier with an interest-free extra cash TM advance, fee-free goal tracking, and easy ways to find a side hustle to make more money. When you download Dave, you can get up to $500 in five minutes or less. No credit check, no late fees, advance the money you need with no interest, and then settle up later. Extra Cash TM gives you more money to buy groceries, fill your tank, finally get your car repaired, or catch up on bills without having to wait till your next paycheck. You can even build credit when you settle up on time. Millions of people have already downloaded the Dave app to make their finances easier. Download Dave today at dave.com slash MLB. That's dave.com slash MLB. For terms and conditions, go to dave.com slash legal. Eligibility, criteria, and instant transfer fees apply. Banking services provided by Evolve. Member FDIC. And dear everydayers and new listeners, we have an incredible opportunity for you to support the show and enjoy some fantastic perks along the way, introducing the Diamond Club on the subtext website. By becoming a member, you not only contribute to the show's success, but also gain access to exclusive benefits. Get your hands on waiver wire rankings, call up alerts, injury updates, instant reactions, and enjoy direct access to us for all of your burning fantasy baseball questions. Plus, you can try it out completely free for 14 days. Your support means the world to Matt and I, and we can't wait to connect with you on this exciting journey. Join our Diamond Club on the subtext website today, and let's take your fantasy baseball experience to new heights. And guys, as we've been throwing out there, our listener league entry, you know, ends September 1st. So meaning if you sign up for for subtext or if you've already signed up for subtext from now to September 1st, We're going to give you a chance to enter, you know, our listener league for next year. And I keep saying, hey, come show Matt and I what you could do against us. You know, come show us up. Make us look like fools if you can. And you know what, man? It's just a fantastic experience on Subtext overall. I know all of our, you know, uh, Diamond Club members are loving it so far. We're loving interacting with you guys. But real quick, let me uh, jump back in here and let's talk about Graham Ashcraft. Now, it's he's been pretty good of late. One, two, three, four, five five, six, seven starts in a row where he's looked very, very good. He started off the year super hot, and then he had a run where he was really bad. I know the numbers on the year look, look numbers on the year look really bad, but he throws really hard. He sits around 96. The fastball gets up even higher than that. Um, breaking stuff really isn't, you know, what he's known for. He's a big six foot two, 250 pound guy. I, I, I like him for now. I, I think I just want to see where this thing goes with him. He's not like one of the better pitchers in the league. If I, you know, my rankings, I probably would have him somewhere like around maybe like 60, you know, uh, low, um, you know, very, very um high 50s. 
Who does he get next week? I believe them. Oh, yeah, Matt mentioned it. He gets Miami. And after that, he looks like he probably gets Cleveland. So, you know, those are two pretty good matchups for Ashcraft. It's kind of just a ride-the-wave situation with him. He's currently 38% rostered on Yahoo. So pick up Ashcraft and, you know, just ride the wave with him. He, I mean, he's no Yuri Perez or Jack Flaherty, but you know what? He's not a bad secondary option if you weren't able to scoop up either one of those guys. Uh, Matt, why don't you grab this next guy? A lot of talk in there for me. All right, no doubt. Let's talk about Mr. Wade Miley. Um, been serviceable since he's been back from the injury. Uh, like Miley, Dom and I have always touted him whenever he has been available or been talking about him. Um, you know, he's been killing it so far over the last month. Um, well, not even really just more like two starts. Um, 10 innings. You got one uh, win, 13 Ks, and a .9 whip with a 1-2-0. I mean, .9 ERA with a one two zero whip. Like, I mean, those numbers are great. K per nine is there. I'm not really used to seeing him with that. He's not really like a K per nine guy. But, you know, I like I like Wade Miley as a whole. He's a solid pitcher. Going up against Colorado at home, not at course. So that's another bonus going into the next week. So I think Wade Miley is a solid start. Um, So... I am. Um, I'm definitely seeing what's going on there, and I'm probably going to add him if I need the spot start next week. That start is coming on the eighth, which is in two days, so Tuesday. Yeah, Matt, great, great take on Miley. I don't have too much to add besides, you know, it's like the last three. Well, I wouldn't even go as far as this one, two, three, four, five, six. Out of the last six years, five of those years, those years have been pretty good, actually. To be honest with you. Um, you know, numbers on the year look pretty solid, as Matt said. I really don't have too much else to add. Let's just throw that ownership percentage out there, 38% owned on Yahoo for Wade Miley. So ride the wave with Wade Miley, too. I don't know if he's going to be able to contribute all the way through the rest of the year. I take Wade Miley over Ashcraft, um, not over Yuri Perez or Jack Flaherty. Let's move on to our last starting pitcher before we get into bats. And this is a guy, if you haven't been paying attention, he kind of been slipping under the radar so far. And that's Carter Crawford, starting pitcher for the Boston Red Sox. Another big boy, a lot of big pitchers uh, on today's episode. Six foot one, 195-pound righty Carter Crawford. Um, you know, finally showing up at 27 years old. He had a little bit of pedigree as a prospect, nothing crazy. But you know what? I, I've heard the name before. And then, you know, this year through 21 games, 13 starts. 3.62 ERA, 82 innings, 81 strikeouts, 108 whip. The FIP is a little high at a 3.96, but that's only like uh, 0.30, uh, you know, over where his ERA is. But, you know, if you can get a guy off the waiver wire at this time of year that's, you know, even going to contribute a little bit in some of these deeper leagues, I'll take it. Crawford, you know, only 27% owned at the moment. We got to get that up to about like 40, 45%. He gets those lowly Kansas City Royals on August 8th. I think Cutter Crawford is a guy that you kind of just, you know, add him on your team and see where the thing goes. Uh, you know, one thing that we always say with pitching and ditching, you don't really care too much if he's going to blow up your, you know, your ERA and your whip. But you know what? If he's a guy that you pick up and you just try to ride the wave with, you never know. He might he might end up on your, you know, your team for the rest of the way pushed to the championship. Yeah, absolutely. No, I mean, uh, Crawford – is uh, definitely stellar. The only thing I'm going to say is, you know, you said he's going up against Kansas City in his next start. You know, they did hit around the the Phillies today too, and Bobby Wood has been hot, so it's not like it's like um, an easy matchup anymore, unless they start cooling off from now. So, um, I don't, I didn't hear it, and this is just on me. I apologize. I was lining up okay. the next one, 
Oh, when does that start? Is it later in the week or is it like Monday, Tuesday? Um, I'm not. I can. I let me go back. Let me go back. I had. I had it there for a second, and mm-hmm. then I, I moved on. He gets them on August eighth. What's today? The Tuesday. Six? Yeah. So Tuesday. So wait, hold on. That might even be a two start week for Cutter Crawford. Let's see who that second opponent is. While we're still on the topic of Cutter Crawford, yeah. That's second opponent, Detroit. That now, you know what? I like that. I like that. Yeah. So you know what? Grab yourself Cutter Crawford. And see what happens with these two starts. You know, worst case scenario is you throw him out there. He gets you some strikeouts. He eats a couple of innings. Uh, I honestly think you really can't go wrong with Carter Crawford for this week with those two starts. The only thing I'm going to say is, um, you know, with MJ Melendez heating up, you know, he has two weeks out of the out of the whole year where he is just hot. Like, I love MJ. I'm a big fan. But MJ just has been, you know, horrendous. And he's been pooping his big boy pants all year. So he gets these weeks where he's really streaky. So, like, I may sit cutter against him, especially with him and with hot in the lineup. But that second line, uh, matchup, if you're in a daily league or, like, a, every three days, I'd roll him out for that second one against Detroit. I probably wouldn't roll him up against against uh, Kansas City right now. I hear you. He's The the Royals are 7-3 and three in their last 10. I get that. But, you know, on the year, they've been really bad against right-handed pitchers specifically. So I'll throw him out there. I'll throw him out there, and I'll, I'll see what happens. I'll take the risk. And you know what? If he can get past the you know, very hot Bobby Witt and a, a lukewarm MJ Melendez, then I think he's all right. There's not much else, you know, in that lineup. But, you know, old man Salvador Perez having a down year, you know, not really much else to be worried about. I hear you. I hear you. Um, you know, I don't know if you've heard this going around Twitter now, but, you know, a fan decided to call me the uh, pitcher whisperer. So, I mean. Oh, okay. There you go. Yeah. So, I mean, if you want to take the picture whispers, um, you know, advice, I'd probably sit them because I have a feeling to get lit up. But anyway, I had to dig, throw that dig in because I love that nickname. Thank you, Martin. <laughs> I like that. That's a good one. I love it, Martin. Thank you, bud. All right, let's move on. Let's talk about Mr. Curtis Mead uh, before we get into our next ad break. Um, Mr. Mead has got the call up recently. Tampa Bay Rays, second and third base. Uh, only had his first at bat, went one for four, 250. Mead has had like a an interesting year this year, right? So like, 191 at bats, 25 runs, 17 doubles, two triples, three three home runs, 32 ribs, three stolen bases, uh, 28 to 32 strikeouts. Love that number with two, batting 283 in AAA. Uh, 2022, he had a career high of like what 13 bombs. Year before that, 15 bombs. This is all in like 282 at bats last year and 411. So like I think he was progressing to get a little bit more power in 2022 because he only had about 282 at bats. So I, I don't know exactly how to examine Mead in terms of what he could, what his big league outcome could be, who he could be as a player. Um, right now, I'm adding him as a speculative ad. Third base is obviously a little rough. And, you know, if you can get Mead uh, for free right now, I mean, you might as well scoop him up, see what he can do, see how he's translating the bigs and kind of take a speculative head start because he's not going to kill you. I think he has great plate discipline, so he's not going to destroy the batting average. If the power does start to connect, boom. But he does make contact with the ball. He does get on base. And, you know, Tampa Bay does need a little surgeon. So, me can be good at spark. So, Adam, see what happens. Yeah, and before I hop into Curtis Mead and I talk about – I'm just – I got to give it away. The Big Geef, that's one of my boys. I mean, like I said, we got a former Yankee on there and then a couple of guys you may or may not have heard of. We're going to give you a little ad break. And all right, guys, we're back. Thanks for bearing with us through that little break here. 
But Matt, great take on me. Just going to throw out there, you know, he's got a little bit of power, a little bit of speed. He's only 171 pounds at six feet tall. If he can get up to like 185-ish, you know, put a little bit more muscle on that frame, the power could really play up. Uh, always been a very good batting average in the minors, Curtis Mead. He's always hit, you know, over 280, which is very, very good. But we've seen a lot of guys come up to the bigs and struggle over the last few years. So, you know what, with Curtis Mead being 5% owned, uh, if you're in a shallower league, throw them on your watch list, see where the thing goes. If you're in a deeper league and you really, really need a second or third baseman, you could pick up Curtis Mead and see where this thing goes. Uh, he's been hitting near the bottom of the lineup, but you know what? That just means more runs for him. So uh, with Curtis Mead, I'm kind of waiting and seeing in those shallower leagues. I'm picking him up in those deeper leagues if I need the position, you know. But uh, let's keep let's keep things pushing here. Oh, Matt, chime in, brother. Um, so sorry, guys. Um, that break is a little premature. Um, sorry, Dom messed up and forgot the script. So getting to know yourself can be a lifelong process, especially because we're always getting newer and changing. Therapy is all about uh, deepening your self-awareness and understanding because sometimes we don't know what we want or why we react certain ways until we talk things through. BetterHelp connects you with a licensed therapist who can take you on a journey of self-discovery from wherever you are. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. Um, it's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suitable for your schedule. Uh, just fill out a brief survey and get matched with a, a licensed therapist and switch therapists if you're really not getting along for no additional charges. Discover your potential with BetterHelp and visit BetterHelp.com slash LockedOnMLB today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp.com slash LockedOnMLB to get started today and take mental health seriously. If you're going through some stuff, I go through it all the time. I am a family man. I got a wife. I love her, but she does drive me crazy. I got a two-year-old and another one on the way. So, you know, life gets stressful. You sometimes need to talk to somebody. And if you have crazy parents, it's even easier. So, you know, get, get in touch with BetterHelp. They really do a great job. I am a, I am a user of BetterHelp. So, all right. And uh, sorry, I, you know what? Dom got a little premature with it. Yeah, that's my bad, folks. My bad. It's okay. Dom usually goes quick anyway. So I'm <laughs> um, sorry for his girlfriend. Anyway, um, Dom, go ahead. Take this next guy. Yeah, let me hop back in here and talk about one of my boys, the big geef, Luis Rangifo. And, you know, he's he's always kind of like a hot and cold type of player. But you know what? He's been hot lately. He does have power. He does have speed. Uh, he's been batting leadoff for the Angels. I know the Angels aren't very good. But you know what? When you're batting at the top of the lineup where Shohei Otani bats behind you and the guys leading the league in home runs, you're going to get driven in a good amount. And I'll read you off uh, the big geese stats for the last two weeks. Ten runs, four homers, seven RBIs. Hasn't stolen a base, but a 302 batting average as well. He, uh, Luis Rangifo is eligible at second, third, short, and outfield on Yahoo!, so I think he's a you know a very very strong pickup. Honestly, I I just I love the kid. I think he's very talented. As I mentioned, power and speed. Not much really else to say here on uh, Rangifo besides he's thirty six percent owned on Yahoo, and I think he's definitely one of my favorite bats that we're talking about today as far as pickups go. Yeah, I like the Geef. Um, you know, I, I like the nickname even more because we get Geefy with it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> um, so, you know, it is what it is. Um, it's funny. I'm looking up uh, our next guy here, and I actually typed in um, Gary Sanchez, like, you know, a sandwich. Um, <laughs> but instead, I'm just going to go with it. It's Gary Sanchez here. Um, Gary has been having a nice week. The last week, he has five runs, four bombs, six ribs, 
and batting 300, and that's not even including today, August 6th. So make that six runs, five home runs, seven ribs, and he's batting 500 so far through this game. So I'm sure it's going to be more like 320. So Gary Sanchez going off on a tier right now. Loving it. Last two weeks has been solid. So, I mean, right now he's an ad. I wouldn't say a must add, but he's more of like a stream at the position. See what happens. Kind of roll with it. Gary Sanchez, we've talked about a whole bunch throughout the season. Whenever he's hot, I'm always willing to roll him out, but he's not a long-term solution. He's a week-by-week hot hand type deal. Honestly, I, I Gary Sanchez, you know, he's he's not really ever going to help you in batting average. So if you're looking for batting average help from your catcher, throw that out the window. But since he's gone over to San Diego, new breath of life, he, uh, 52 games, he's got 27 runs, he's got 14 homers, 35 RBIs. Batting average is down to 218, but I already mentioned that. Honestly, he's like a top 15 catcher rest of the way as far as I'm concerned. He's 22% owned, so you know what? That's probably almost all the two catcher leagues out there. There's not a lot of those. But you know what? If you've had problems at catcher, if you lost Jonah Heim, uh, honestly, he's not he's not really a bad at a catcher at all. You know you're going to get that power. You know you're going to get some RBIs. Runs, eh, you know, maybe not, but you know what could definitely help you in the power and run production department. Let's move on to now our last couple of guys here you may or may not have ever heard of. The first one is Matt Walner. Matt Walner, you know, that outfielder for the Minnesota Twins. He's been on some kind of tear of late. His numbers on the seasons are, are very good. 78 at-bats, 15 runs, 6 homers, 14 RBIs. He's chipped in a steal, 269 batting average. And you know what? He's just been, he's been pretty good of late. August 5th, 3 for 5, 2 runs, 2 RBIs. Uh, went 1 for 4 today with a homer. Hit a homer on August 2nd. Hit a homer on July 30th. So nice little tear for the young kid. Pretty solid minor league career for Walner. Um, just somebody, you know, I'm, I'm going to be honest with you, I'm not super familiar with the kid. Name isn't really a buzzy name, but he's six foot four, 220 pounds, lefty. Minnesota needed somebody like this to come in their lineup and kind of give him a little jolt. He's still only 25 years old. Pretty solid minor, minor league career. Um, in 2022, the 24-year-old Walner, 90 runs. 32 doubles, four triples, 27 homers, 95 RBIs, nine steals, and he had 277. So the upside is there. He had 291 through 67 games in the minors this year. So I kind of just say pick him up, see where the thing goes. I'm not super familiar with the kid, but he's a big baseball boy hitting home runs. When you see those guys come around, you know what? It's at least worth the shot in those deeper leagues to pick him up and just ride the wave. Yeah, absolutely. Great take, Dom. Um, you know, I got really nothing to head on him since I'm not too familiar with him either. Move on to this last guy who I also am like not like really like familiar with, but he's popping recently. So I kind of want to talk. We kind of need to talk about him. And let me get the fantasy baseball and how to say that. So Michael that, Garcia. Michael Garcia. Thank you. Um, from Venezuela, six foot, 180 pounds. So he's a skinny dude. Um, you know, I like I like what he's been doing over the last week. Like you know, no home runs, like four runs, no bombs, five ribs, three stolen bases, that in 375. So automatically, if you're been a listener of the show, um, and if you're new, let me just explain my rule. Batting average off the waiver wire is a must-add for me. Um, and he's also doing it in three other categories, four other categories. So three other, I apologize. So I think Mikel has to be added at this point. Stolen bases, obviously, is always key. You could hard to find. So Adam, batting average is fantastic right now. And he's getting brought in. Kansas City is rolling. Um, 
So it's I'm going to take that whole ride the wave thing with the whole team at this point. MJ Melendez, somebody that if he's going to keep this going, he's probably going to be on the Thursday show uh, or Friday show, whatever it is. So you're going to keep seeing guys on Kansas City as long as they stay hot going. So right now, Garcia is somebody I am adding and see how long this lasts. Yeah, Michael Garcia, man. We I believe we talked about him one other time, you know, throughout the year on these kinds of, you know, must-add episodes. And he's just really kind of kept it rolling throughout, man. You know, I love the numbers on the year with the 17 steals, 35 runs. He's been batting leadoff very consistently over there for Kansas City. As Matt mentioned, they're getting hot right now. Third base and shortstop for Michael Garcia. Matt mentioned the rule about the batting average off the waiver wire. Kids hitting 281 on the year. Um, you know what? And he had some big steals in the minors in 2022. He stole 39 bases in 118 games. In 2021, Michael Garcia stole 35 bases through 104 games. So a guy that's batting leadoff, stealing bases, being driven in, giving you batting average. Honestly, one of the better players on today's waiver wire episode. But Matt, anything else to chip in before we head out? Um, other than hey, like you know, check out our subtext. You know, become a Diamond Club member, and it's not me trying to drive it home. Sign up for the 14 days. See how you like it. Truthfully, get your help. Ask us your questions that you need to move on. And then if you guys feel like moving on after the fact, you know, it is what it is. But, you know, at least we get to connect with our fan base and say, hey, get to know you a little bit. Because, you know what, I really do enjoy talking. And I learned one of our guys is a baker and a private cook. I learned that our other our other friend, Pistol Pete over there, is a pharmacist. So, you know, I, I, I'm loving getting to know you guys. But at the same time, I want to help you out. So come hang out with us over on Subtext, and then, you know, we'll see what we can do for you. Yeah, guys, definitely, you know, this is the time of year you don't want to tune out. I know fantasy football is coming up, and this is the time where you could take advantage of everybody by having a little bit of an upper hand. You know, you get those alerts right to your phone. You don't even need to go too far for them. And you know what? Just a quick quick little shout-out to Bird Dogs. You know, uh, Bird Dogs threw Matt and I some more gear. We're going to talk about it whenever the next time we do read the Bird Dogs. I have a big shout-out personally from me and Matt to Bird Dogs. Thank you, guys. Appreciate the gear. And that's all for us for today. Please be sure to like, subscribe, comment, rate, and review. Also, thank you for making Locked On Fantasy Baseball your first listen each and every day. Our everydayers and new listeners wouldn't be where we are without you guys. And make sure you lock on for a new episode tomorrow when we talk about the best players to stash on your watch list and IL. And I'm, I guarantee you this some big, big names that are too lowly owned and you don't want to miss that episode. But guys, until tomorrow, see you.